Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It is the American Legislative Exchange Council, and they have the Center to Protect Free Speech. And Shelby Emmett is the director, and she's on the line with us right now. Shelby, thank you so much for your work, and thanks for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me on. How's your day going? Well, so far it's so good, but l- let, me be- let me begin by just asking you your reaction to everything that's going on with Alex Jones. Um, so you hit the nail right on the head here. So the way that this basically works is in, in the free speech space, under the First Amendment, organizations that are private, i.e. like Facebook, any other social media entity, they have the freedom of association under the First Amendment. So just like the NFL, they can pick and choose whatever rules they want to. You don't have a right of free speech in your workplace. Uh, so Facebook isn't obligated to uphold the First Amendment the same way a public university or a college campus would have to do that. Um, However, it is concerning, and I think people have a right to be concerned, that in the big picture of things, um, the online platforms, whether it's Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or any other media outlet, they're now the new virtual town square. Uh, We no longer go to the middle of our cities, right, at City Hall, and we hold up signs and we talk and we protest like they did in the 18th century. We're now all using that town square as our Internet, as our Facebook, as our Twitter. And when companies hold themselves up as this place where they want people to come together and communicate and share ideas, they're almost rattling into a place where they want to have it both ways, right? They want to be a private entity when it's convenient, but they also want to glorify themselves as this place for everybody to come together. And I think that's specifically one of Facebook's talking points, right? The place for people to come together. Um, So at the end of the day, legally, Facebook and these other platforms have every right to do what they're doing. However, what I do think at a minimum they need to do is be transparent about it. Now, a lot of this is coming off of the skies of quote unquote hate speech, which is not a legal term because it's completely subjective. And the problem is if you have a employees at Facebook or any other entity that are censoring things based off of their own definition of hate speech, again, because it's subjective, and they're only hiring people with the same type of ideology, then of course, I don't think anyone's surprised that it tends to be those on the right side of things that are going to be censored. So it's a brand new policy topic in the world in terms of the role of online platforms. And Alec believes in free markets, and we want them to do what they choose, not have the government do it for them. However, as a society, I think we're all ready to have a conversation about how much power we want to give these entities if they are going to be the place for people to communicate. Yeah, it's, it's really complicated because, I mean, there's a story today that Amazon has somehow stopped selling Alex Jones stuff. And Amazon is this gigantic company that controls so much of, of trade. And then you get the Googles and you get the Facebooks. And so when you have these gigantic, you know, organizations that control such a large part part of of the information that flows what's the answer there Shelby I mean how does the government step in and if the government steps in in any way are we then censoring the censorship 
Well, I think the last thing you want to do is have the government step in, right? Usually when the government gets involved with anything, it's a disaster. <laughs> yeah, the true. best solution here in terms of the, the as Alec, we believe in limited government, free markets, uh, individual liberty. The best solution of this are more Facebooks, right? We don't, we, we need 10 Facebooks. And if nine of the Facebooks say, we're not censoring anybody's speech, if you don't like it, block them because we're all adults. Um, and then the other, the original Facebook decides that they're not going to do that. Let the market decide. That's exactly what happened with the NFL. The NFL had the rule that people were not supposed to kneel. However, the players wanted to kneel and they said, fine, go ahead. It wasn't until the market right? The fans got upset that then the NFL decided to have a deeper conversation about what it wanted to do. But the same rules applies. You let the market fix it. You don't have the government get involved. If Facebook wants to be a successful company, Facebook should, in my opinion, stop all of these. We're going to censor things based off of algorithms of what we define as hate speech and instead create an environment where people are empowered to use their own tools, which Facebook already has, to block content. A lot of this is people don't like seeing things, and this is a cultural problem. You see it on college campuses. You see it everywhere. I'm a First Amendment attorney. I see it every day. People now are so sensitive about everything that they expect the government or the big bad evil company or the corporation or somebody to protect their feelings instead of empowering themselves and saying, you know what, I'm not going to click on this because I don't want to read it. Well, now, now you're the director of the Center to Protect Free Speech, and th this is kind of almost like a silly question, but to what degree do you think our free speech is under assault right now? Oh, I think it's incredibly under assault. So unlike the other protections guaranteed to us in the Bill of Rights, uh, for example, if you don't particularly like guns, nothing stops the fact that the Second Amendment still exists. Um, you may be someone who doesn't think uh, warrants are a big deal, but at the end of the day, courts and judges and police officers have to get a warrant uh, in order to search and seize things from your home. The difference with the First Amendment is that although it's designed to stop the government from being able to regulate and censor our speech, at the end of the day, if we stop believing in it, if you and me decide that we're going to censor ourselves, if private companies like Facebook decide that they're going to be the new speech police, then it doesn't matter what the First Amendment says because we no longer believe in it anymore. And that's what I'm concerned with. You're seeing a whole new generation. There was just a survey out. Only about 39% of Americans could actually tell you the five protections in the First Amendment. Uh, that's a problem. Most people can't tell you that it's freedom of speech, assembly, the press, religion, um, petition the government for uh, writs of grievances. People can't tell you that. Um, and people don't believe in it. Most people today, particularly under the age of 30, believe that hate speech is an actual defined term. And they believe on both sides, this isn't just uh, liberals or conservatives, but on both sides, believe that there's a certain point where you should be censored. For example, conservatives are more likely to believe that a person should face discipline if they are at an anti-police rally on the weekend from their job. Whereas people on the left tend to believe that if you use the wrong pronoun, you should also face consequences. This is a problem. Everybody in this country believes in free speech until they don't like something. And we've all have to change our behavior. Wow. Now, I, I started the interview by saying I'm so glad that you're there. And so I want, I want people who are listening to connect with your organization. Can you tell us how? 
Sure. So it's the American Legislative Exchange Council. What we are is a membership organization of all of the state lawmakers across the country. It's nonpartisan. Most people don't know who their state lawmakers are, but it's the states that are doing the great work and have more power to change things. I used to work in Congress. Those people are pointless. You really want to get to know your state lawmakers. So you can just go to alec.org, A-L-E-C.org, and we'll run somewhat like a, a congressional committee. We have everything ranging from criminal justice uh, reform to education and the workforce. Um, I'm actually at our conference right now in New Orleans. I held a big free speech reception last night to talk about everything from campus speech to commercial speech. And it's just a great place for legislators to come together and learn from other states about what they're doing right, what they're doing wrong, and how to do it better. Shelby, thanks so much. Uh, Go back to your conference. I'm sure I'm I'm going to be bugging you and your organization in the future. Thanks again for joining us. Thank you so much. You have a great day. Thank you very much. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.